the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. It's a Friday edition. It's a real show edition. Kath and I are back in studio. Hey, Kath, good to see you. How are things? <laughs> good, good. I forgot how to work the technology here for a moment. I get it. Believe me. You ever do that? You kind of go... I was like, no, wait, how do I do this? Yeah. I plugged into the wrong thing and then it didn't work i came into the studio this this happens from time to time i came into the studio like by myself at night a few weeks ago to record something yeah i sat there for 10 minutes trying to figure out how to do it oh pressing buttons how do you or how about when you learn a new piece of software um and then you don't use it you know what i mean right and you think, well, it's only been a year since I did that. I used to Mm-mm. use that thing all the time. And Mm-mm. you go back and you're like, I got no, I don't wait know a minute, what? Right. How'd I do that? And wish there was like a help desk. Yes. Do you have a right. help desk like in your family? Is there someone? I am, well. You're the help desk. Kind of. See, yeah. my, like my kid is, yeah. is like the help desk. No, my husband's very good as well. We kind of help each other. Okay. I wouldn't, I, I, I take that back, me saying I'm the help desk. I think he's probably more the help desk than I am. Technologically. Advanced. It's kind of. I mean, you kind. You each develop your own specialty. You surely do. You, you know. Not? Yeah. Very much so. Anyway, happy Friday to you. Thank you, John. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Happy Friday. Before we go any further, I want to thank everybody for their kindness over the last couple of days. Mm, their generosity. Supporting uh, our campaign to help people in affected by Hurricane Fiona. Mm-hmm. So thank you for all of you who called in. Very kind. Food for the poor and the excellent work that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a big show for you today, do we not? We sure do. Coming mm-hmm. up in the 5 o'clock hour, we have the Week in Review. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. Also, the church. Is it better at teaching people politics than teaching people theology? This is a fraught conversation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Dick. that with Drew Dick mm-hmm. at 510. All right. And then in this hour, um, the greatest one line in a song ever. Yeah, okay. Lots of poetry out there, great songs, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's a, a Facebook page that sort of like people chimed in. Mm-hmm. And you go by and you go, people are really But I, have, I haven't looked at I the have. Facebook page, so I'm going to just, I've come up with my own Off list. the top of your head. Uh-huh. All right. I'll feed you a couple of okay. of these lines here. Yeah, and see and if you I can comment yeah. on them. Okay. All right, very good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in just a little bit, we'll talk about four out of five victims on Christian college campuses don't report sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So we're wondering what we can do, um, what Christian colleges can do All right. to do better than that. How'd you sleep last night? Uh, it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. But after the Steeler debacle, I, I slept like a baby. I, I got to be honest with you. I was behind. I have to. I usually do a lot of work oh. on Thursday nights. And so I was behind. And so behind I, the game. Behind the game. So I wasn't watching it live. And I got five minutes into the fourth quarter and I was like. I got to go to bed. 
so I just fast forwarded to the mm. end. Saw that you know I figured they were going to lose. Saw that they lost. I, so I didn't even watch the fourth. <laughs> I was watching the entire game live, thinking that's terrible. I just want to go to bed. That's terrible because you knew what was going to happen. The first, the first half I was okay with. Not bad. Boy, what happened? Yeah. Man, that was know. really I depressing. I think it's just, it's, this is how things are going to be for a long while. Don't you think? Yes. This is going to be like a this lost is not, year. This is not an easy fix. Mm-mm. No. And no, no. you don't lose your franchise quarterback after 18 seasons and assume that you're just going to get Pick right back on the bus. No, right. It just doesn't happen that way. Such is life. Anyway. All right. So uh, busy news day. Yes. Was it not? Yeah, mm. lots going on. Kath, as we always do, you revisit the news. Please, uh, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Friday, John. It is mm. a Friday. Did you know that? I do. Mm-hmm. September 23rd, 2022. Number one. The U.S. for several months, John, has been sending private communications to Moscow, warning Russia's leadership of the grave consequences that would follow the use of a nuclear weapon. That is according to U.S. officials who said that the messages underscore what the president has said publicly. The Biden administration, according to The Washington Post today, generally has decided to keep warnings about the consequences of a nuclear strike deliberately vague. Um, But the attempt by the White House to cultivate what's known in nuclear deterrence world as strategic ambiguity, I'm putting that in air quotes, comes, of course, as Russia continues to escalate not just what it's doing in Ukraine, but the rhetoric about it and talking about possible nuclear weapons use that really freaks everybody out. Mm -hmm. Right. As well, it should. And that's why they're doing it. Number two. Speaking of Russia, John, uh, a truly terrible story. Uh, Russian soldiers. Uh, have tortured uh, children and adults in unimaginable ways in Ukraine. That's according to a U.N.-appointed panel of independent legal experts. They put this together in a statement that I read today that is nothing short of damning. I mean, it it was shocking to me. It was sickening. I I was pretty much undone by it. I, I... Anyway, it's a three-person commission of inquiry set up by the U.N. to investigate the conduct of hostilities in four areas of Ukraine. And there are graphic allegations. Uh, They made an 11-minute statement that was uh, no holds barred, saying what has happened. And apparently this council will also plan to investigate other alleged violations, such as the destruction of infrastructure and the seizure and destruction of economic resources and recommendations on criminal accountability. If you want to read the details of this, if you have the stomach and the heart, I encourage you to do that. It's in uh, the front page of today's New York Times. Number three. After roughly a year of anticipation around NASA's double asteroid redirection test, or DART for those of us on the inside, the mission will go on as scheduled on Monday night when the spacecraft is expected to crash into its targeted asteroid. The goal of this test, obviously, is to prove that a spacecraft can autonomously navigate to an asteroid that might cause a threat to Earth crash into it and change its trajectory. That's the whole idea, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, So this is the first time the world, anyone in the world, has has tested this. It will happen at 7.14 p.m., and you can watch it. Uh, They are going to live stream the event September 26th on on the NASA website, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a high-speed task. The uh, crash will happen at 15,000 miles per hour, faster than a bullet. And rapid enough to change the moonlet's speed by a fraction of 1%. That's cool. And number four, 
The Steelers lost to the Browns, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. <clears throat> Everything about it. That's your top four. four. All right, very nice. Thanks for the cheery news. Look at how the look at how the music's still going. Yeah. Like, hey now, we should have some lyrics. Um, I, hey now, I hey to, it's like I want the music to go away, and it keeps <clears> resurging. <throat> I don't understand how it's happening. Um, let me. Also, there's always news. There is always news. Let Let me also say that uh, is it too early for me to tell you? Tell me what? that your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous! No, it's not too early. Where's it's, the uh, guy? What time is it? It's uh, the there okay. he goes. What time is it anyway? It's four twelve. Yeah, so it's time. Twelve minutes after the four o'clock mm-hmm. hour on a Friday afternoon. That guy used to be around people that were applauding. Right. But they all left. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> They're in their own space. Right. Very nice. Very, very nice. Oh, All right. Look how quickly they reconcile. Excellent. We'll take a quick break, come back and reset. We're going to talk about uh, abuse, sexual abuse on Christian college campuses. How do we talk about it and be honest about it without being inflammatory about it? That's next. The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. The wear and tear of everyday life can take a significant toll on your marriage. On the next Focus on the Family, Dr. Randy Schrader offers practical tips for a marriage tune-up that will help you strengthen your relationship with your spouse. That's next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet Sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. 
Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. They personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Both Kath and I have had kids at Grove City College, love the experience. And, you know, you send your kid off to a, a Christian college, you kind of think, well, I wonder, are things different there? They have to be different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if Jesus... I think, I think some parents, one of the reasons they send their kid to a particular school is so that they'll be, quote, unquote, safe. Right. Uh, do you I mean, think that's no true? Pla- well, there's no place... That's safe. That's safe. <laughs> no, there isn't. Yeah. Right? Because so, right. the world seeps into all of us. Yeah. Sinners that we are. Yeah. You know, the, you've heard, we've had a number of guests say this, the safest place to be is in God's will, mm-hmm. right? It's the only safe place to be. Yes. Um, but I understand any of us who have kids, you don't want your kid to go into a dangerous situation. No. Or just, you know, chaos, which it feels as though... When you look at what happens on college campuses, whether you know you were there or I was there or what goes on right now, there's chaos there. Sure you you want to find trouble, chaos. it's easy yep. to find. Uh, our first guest today, Hannah McClellan, she's a reporter in North Carolina. She wrote a piece at Christianity Today, four out of five victims don't report sexual assault. Can Christian colleges do better? Hey, Hannah, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Hannah, this is a serious subject. I have to be honest and say I didn't give uh, the reporting of sexual assault a whole lot of thought or consideration until I heard um, a uh, the Gangster Capitalism podcast a couple years ago about Liberty University. And one of its episodes, mm-hmm. you talk about this in your piece, um, actually discussed how women were discouraged from making uh, complaints, uh, uh, sexual assault complaints at all, because, of course, it would add to data, which would perhaps give the impression to prospective parents that maybe their kids weren't safe. Hmm. Yeah, um, it was definitely very um, disheartening, um, I would say, doing the reporting for this story, I think what you both were touching on um, at the beginning about parents um, and their hopes for sending um, their student to college. Um, You know, I think a lot of students have those same desires and picking out a campus. And so I graduated from UNC a few years ago and, you know, UNC also recently um, has had a lot of title nine scandals. And so definitely a problem in the higher education world as a whole. Um, But I think, you know, what feels a little bit different in um, the Christian college space is that, um, you know, I think for a lot of students and for a lot of parents, there's sort of this expectation that a Christian college um, would be the one that would want to most protect and contribute to the safety and the well-being and the thriving of their students. And so, you know, when those things aren't true and a student's safety is not prioritized, um, I think that makes the betrayal um, feel that much harder, which in reference to the Liberty piece that you mentioned, um, I think ProPublica's report last year about kind of the culture that discouraged reporting 
uh, really touched on that for a lot of women who were victims and were discouraged from reporting. So, Hannah, in your reporting, in your research, was there a difference? Is there a difference somehow in the way a secular college would look at and report sexual assault as opposed to a Christian college? I'm sure they vary, I guess, from college to college, but there has to be a delineation. Is there, and there's a higher standard in Christian colleges. Did you see that? Yes. So I think, um, you know, technically under the federal law, all colleges who receive federal funding are have the same requirements, um, but colleges are allowed, and some colleges do have extra steps that they take um, and can take on top of the things that are required of them. Um, for example, um, even if something isn't technically or legally considered uh, sexual harassment, which was amended in the 2020 amendment, to uh, Title IX, um, a college is still allowed to pursue um, a case into something if it's inappropriate, even if it doesn't technically or legally fall into Title IX. So that's one example. Um, But I think, you know, the biggest thing that I um, saw as a difference is I think, you know, on a secular campus, um, I think there's more of um, a focus on you know, okay, yes, telling a victim their options as far as reporting and support um, and resources that are available to them. Um, but I think it, it doesn't um, always get uh, to a very um, personal level, whereas, you know, in an ideal world at a, at a Christian college, there would be more, um, I think, uh, emotional and spiritual care there. The flip side of that is that in some environments, that trust um, and that spiritual nature that is present with uh, administration in a way that, you know, you can't take for granted to find um, a secular space um, can sometimes actually be subverted and be something that's used against the victim of um, sort of trying to either imply that they're at fault for whatever happened um, or that because of something else they were doing that might have gone against uh, the college's honor code policy that, you know, they really shouldn't stir trouble by um, by reporting. And so I think that's one of the main, um, the main differences that I've seen just um, as an overarching thing in the process mm-hmm. of what communication looks like. Hannah McClellan is with us, a reporter uh, in North Carolina who's produced a really interesting piece for Christianity Today um, titled Four Out of Five Victims Don't Report Sexual Assault. Um, So from what you've said, I mean, it's a problem. It's just a general problem. Uh, It's a difficult thing to talk about. There's a lot of shame and humiliation involved. And so it's not the kind of thing, you know, that's easy to bring up, Um, especially if uh, the victim is of one gender and the person who's doing the interviewing is a different gender. That can be really difficult. It can be hard for Mm -hmm. people to be honest. I mean, I get all that. And I don't there's no easy fix for that. Right. Um, But I think the part that concerns me the most is that on the Christian campus, the ideas of purity can be weaponized and used against Mm -hmm. people who are reporting um, and um, or 
also I think, and I I very much hate to say this, but I I know this to be a fact, is the idea that uh, we're called to forgive can also be used as a weapon Mm -hmm. um, in encouraging someone who's been violated to suppress their story. So what, what do you know? What did you learn about that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, all of that is is very um, very relevant to sort of you know beyond the policy. How does um, the culture of the campus sort of seep into um, how those policies are lived out? And so I think those are two really big ways that the reporting process can um, be murky for students um, if the college isn't like proactively trying to offer trainings for faculty and for students speaking against that. And so um, I think in my reporting, um, one really big thing I found that seemed to be helpful for Christian cases looking to improve their Title IX processes was um, having a separate Title IX office. Um, Mm. So um, some colleges have a director who serves a Title IX coordinator who serves multiple roles. Um, And so then that person, while it might not be a direct conflict of interest, is still um, maybe wearing many hats and is able to see and share um, a lot of data, whereas having a separate office, in theory, um, gives the office a little bit of distance from um, some of the other decisions that are being made where they can um, ideally just focus on okay, what does it look like for us to, to protect the Title IX rights of our students? Mm-hmm. Um, and then another big thing um, is campuses implementing um, very clear amnesty policies. So if a campus has um, a dry policy, so no alcohol, um, mm-hmm. even when you're of legal age, um, no drugs, legal or not, um, then an, a clear amnesty policy says no whether you're reporting on behalf of a friend or for yourself, like nothing that you did that might have broken this policy will get you in trouble because we care more about making sure that, you know, this situation um, is, is adequately looked into and that your Title IX rights are protected. Um, and then the last piece that, you know, you mentioned already with purity culture is some campuses, um, like Liberty, also have like an explicit lifestyle expectation or covenant for students regarding um, the prohibition of premarital sex. And so mm-hmm. sure. that's another piece of the amnesty policy that says, like, you know, regardless of the details of this case, if, if you're reporting the rights being violated, then you know, you're not going to get in trouble or go to honor court for disclosing those details to us. And so I think having that policy and then also clearly articulating that to students and to faculty is important because um, it's my understanding that Liberty also has an amnesty policy, but there's not a lot of training around it. And so then there's, you know, faculty and RAs who are still you know, suggesting to students during the deliberation process that, you know, they might get in trouble. It's so complex, it isn't is it? It is complex. Um, I would say just, just generally 
that certainly things have gotten better in the you know from the past decades, right? The idea of some sort of grace. Um, also, too, Hannah, you talk about this that you know some colleges have apps that you can report mm-hmm. sexual violence anonymously, which uh, is also, I'm sure, a, a good a good and worthy tool. Yeah, I think it's it's a healthy encouragement of um, being a good bystander and intervening. And, you know, of course, in some situations, um, someone might just choose not to intervene because they are scared of, you know, um, like upsetting the person or um, not wanting to draw attention to themselves. But sometimes it actually might be like a real safety concern of like, I don't want to get involved in this. Sure. And, yeah. I don't want to um, make waves. I just want to disappear. Directed at myself. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's really um, beneficial. And I think it also, again, like even if there is assurance of this amnesty policy, it almost like takes that risk out completely for a student of like, I don't have any conflict about reporting this because it's, it's anonymous. Right. Well, Hannah, I want to thank you for your good work on this. Both John and I really appreciated it. And thanks for joining us in the show to give it a little more light. Yeah, thanks for having me and thanks for reading. Yeah, that's Hannah McClellan. She's a reporter in North Carolina who did a great piece for CT. Four out of five victims don't report sexual assault. Very nice. We'll take a quick break. Come back. The weekly feature, this or that. It's up next here on The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word FM. When it comes to higher education, it's worth considering a Christian university or college, one that reaffirms students' faith instead of tearing it down. Research shows that students who attend a Christian college can become significantly more committed to their faith, and that's an important investment to make. You care about the type of people who are teaching the classes and about the content of the courses just as much as you do about the strength of the academics. It matters that Christian faith is supported and shared. Find out about many schools at once by attending the free Christian College Fair with representatives of colleges and universities from across North America. Start planning now. Take advantage of the opportunity to meet with representatives from top Christian colleges throughout the country. Learn about financial aid, scholarship opportunities, and more. Take your first step to a Christian college education at Orchard Hill Church in Wexford, Saturday, September 24th from 11 to 1. That's the Pittsburgh Christian College Fair, Saturday, September 24th at Orchard Hill Church in Wexford from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. More at Find Your Christian College college.com diabetes high blood pressure anxiety meds everyone's on them if you're a 50 year old male maybe a bit porky and you may even have type 2 diabetes a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month call term provider speak with big lou at 800-333-1750 big lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. 
Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. Want to say big on new blinds? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Shop Blindster now and save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO. Offer ends soon. Shop today. Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It'll be chilly tonight with patchy clouds. Tonight's low 43, a blend of sun and clouds for tomorrow. Beautiful start to the weekend. We'll see a high tomorrow of 66. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy with a passing shower late, low 55. Cloudy Sunday with showers, a windy afternoon. We'll see a high Sunday of 66. Mostly cloudy Monday and windy with a shower in spots, the high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Got a list. Kath has a list, and we go at it with this or that. Mm-hmm. Kath, should I serve you up? Yes. All right. This is of no particular theme. You, you like no, to do sure. this? sure. I'm theme related, and you're not. All right. Mm-hmm. Candy corn. Yes. Marshmallow peeps. They're both gross. Yes, they are. No, actually, not. The mar- the marshmallow peep. It's got its place. I agree with you. I'll go with the peep. Okay. I agree. I don't want to influence There's you something about the crunchy. I can make that go. Yeah. The candy corn, I think mm. that's just a solid, absolutely never. That's a real dividing line. It people is. love it. People hate it. Yeah. Right? Princess Diana. Mm. Princess Catherine. Oh. See, now they're both lovely. This or that? Uh, I go with... Um, how? This or that? <laughs> I'm going to go with Kate. All right. There you go. Chiller Theater. Saturday Night Live. Ah, uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, what? I didn't like Chili Theater. Chili Billy? I didn't like He's it. He's an I'm sure. I know, I know, and I know it's all Pittsburgh. I, sorry. Corduroy. Yeah. Flannel. <laughs> uh, I'm, since you brought it up yesterday, yeah. it's all I can think of. I, I'm choosing Corduroy. <laughs> oh, you I are? I am, yeah. All right. A Horn of Plenty. Yes. The trombone. <laughs> I, I choose the cornucopia. Okay. Because <laughs> it has more. Yeah. Special K. Special master. <laughs> I don't want to get into that special master conversation. <laughs> Plus, I like the special K with strawberries. Oh, yeah. And I just tra- tasted the one with the blueberries this week. Pretty good. It's like a blueberry muffin. Really? really? Hi, Marks. All right. Jump in a pile of leaves. Build a sandcastle. Build a sandcastle. Yeah, I think they'll leave things overrated. I agree. I mean, you know, because what do you do after that? And then it's, and it's very scratchy. Apple cider? Hot chocolate. Uh, apple cider. Hey. Get lost in a corn maze. Visit a haunted house. Listen, that, what a horrible choice. Both of those things are terrible. This or that? I, I'm like stumped. I don't, they're, they're both, t- okay. Corn maze, haunted house. I've had nightmares about a maze. I can't. I'm taking the haunted house. Okay. Getting a letter from the IRS. Getting a letter from AARP. 
Uh, I think I choose AARP. Yeah, I yeah. could. Because that's just junk mail. No, exactly. Throw that away. Right. right? Uh-huh. Stephen King, Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, you go in the classics. Yeah, I mean, but I, I do like uh, Shawshank. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's written 75 books. I know. Now you're making me feel bad. No, no, fine. I mean, Sorry. Edgar Allan Poe's this dead, that. so give him a break. All right. All right, that's my this or that. Uh, we went through a 30-degree uh, temperature change mm. within the last 24 hours not or so. Good, not good, So I- I'm going to bring you the change of seasons edition Shut of this or that. Right. Are you okay with that, John? Yeah, yeah. I was at the beach this time last week. I know. Number one, batten down the hatches or figure it out when the time comes. Oh, no. Batten down the hatches. Okay. Let's All be right. prepared okay. out there, people. Good. I like that about Come you. Come on. Number two, fleeting memories of the beach. Or grudging acceptance of impending winter. <laughs> well, I like myself some beach memories. I'm going through the fleeting memories. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I think yeah. it's probably the healthy choice. I, Number three, college football or NFL football? NFL football. Is Although right? I do like college football because the pace is, it is much more much, brisk. Yes, much faster. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to... You're changing it Yes, now. I am. I'm going back to college football. Okay. We're going to Penn State next week. You are? Yeah, next Saturday. I didn't know that. Uh-huh, yeah. For the game? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Number four. Autumn Leaves by Nat King Cole. Oh, yeah. Or Indian Summer by Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, Indian Summer. Okay. Ella Fitzgerald. Because that's a beautiful yeah, song. It's fabulous. Number five. Enjoying autumn-themed music on YouTube or diabolical repetitive campaign ads on YouTube? <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's tough to take. That is very tough. Yeah. yeah. No. The, the autumn. Yeah. yeah that's, Please. Thank you. Number six. Uh, losing to the Browns or losing to the Patriots? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's really tough. Uh, I, I would say losing to the Browns oh, because we've owned them for so long. Yeah. That just think we... It makes you feel worse. The dog pound. It's like when your that, little brother beats you up. Right. That's not really good. No. I mean, the Patriots, a grudging respect in some ways, right. even though they are cheaters. But the Browns, it's like poo. Forget it. Number seven. All right. You giving up late evenings outside in your backyard, oh, John. Oh, that happened last night. Or the Bucks giving up two home runs in the same inning to the same hitter. Oh, please. Uh, it's hard to me to give up those late evenings in the backyard. The Bucks, I can just turn the page on that. I'm going with the Bucks. Number eight. Mm. Continue to walk around the house in bare feet. Yep. Or time to pull out the booties. Yep. I was faced with that this morning. The booties are still in the cupboard. I put a pair of socks on. Number nine, mm. Pitt or Penn State. Oh, jeez. Oh, Just pick, because I, I have another both. one. I love them both. Penn State. Number 10. Right. John Fetterman becomes a U.S. Senator, oh. or you turn your heat on. Oh, I'm turning that heat. 75. Crank it up. And get rid of that hoodie. 101.5 WORD. Your station for unlimited grace with Brian Chappell. All right, God, I, I may understand that there's a good end to all this. I may understand that you have a purpose greater than I can see. But don't send me that direction. Don't send me that way. If you won't go with us, I need to know that you are with us on the way. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Windows are us. You try to rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet Sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. All right, so we're on Twitter. You see something you like, mm-hmm. and you know you hit the little like button. So here's our Twitter likes button. for the weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, things we thought, oh, that's interesting, or that's that's really okay. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Go ahead. All right, this is from our, one of our guests, Ryan Burge. Ryan Burge says this: College students who have no religious affiliation were 14 points more likely to support shouting down a speaker at a campus event oh. compared to a student who identify with a religion. That's interesting. Very much so. Now, you would think, I mean, the, the, the line that people kind of parrot is that religion makes you intolerant. Right. No. But here, it seems like data is showing respectful. the opposite. Yeah. Shouting somebody down. I can't. Who I have that? so little patience for that yeah well it's become get like o- the thing i now. know get over yourself yeah. that you feel like your opinion is the only one in the world right. or i'm so offended or i can't handle oh, it spare me like you're so fragile right. that you can't handle somebody else's opinion yeah and that somebody else speaking is violence to you no absolutely not mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a free open vibrant society and no matter what people say if there ever was a place it was supposed to be flourishing that type of exchange it's on a college campus yes not anymore it's why you're there is to learn yep what do you got gosh um the stranger things house is for sale oh Mm -hmm. oh is it yes 
and it's for sale. It's a it's a house on six point seven acres of land, I think, mm-hmm. in Georgia somewhere. Really. And um, so there, that showed up online yesterday. But uh, Suze responded to that, and she said, "I guess the owners of this house are looking for buyers," which, of course, is the last name of family. Funny stuff. I thought that was good. good. I liked it. Okay, this is an interesting. Now, someone uh, tweets this: Men view women in general as they view their mother as boys. Men who viewed their mothers as useless and incompetent harbor the same views of women. Mm. Men with mothers they view as accomplished and respectable generally hold such views of women. They also date the same women. Oh, that's really interesting. You think that's true? I mean, that's a broad, broad generalization, right? But if you, I I think, I, I would say a lot of this is true. Mm-hmm. You love your mom. You see your mom as someone who's precious, who has a, who has value and worth, right? Then I think generally, yeah, yeah even I, okay. with the culture being as it okay, is. Okay, I think that could be true, but I think I would put a little caveat on that. Okay. I think men who see their mother in a particular role in the family, mm-hmm. they end up looking for somebody who is going to fill that same type of okay, role. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. So because even if oh, even if there is a mom who, if a mom is in like a, subs, I hate to say subservient, but you know what I mean, like yeah. a, a more submissive role in the family, right, right. that young man, when he grows up, will never be able to have a wife who's not like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. Yep, I get that. And I say that from personal experience. And that's the mold. That is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Dave DiCello. Pittsburgh photographer. Oh, love him. Uh, This was two days ago. He said, today's sunrise is one of the best I've ever seen in Pittsburgh or anywhere else, and I've shot one or two sunrises. Oh. Not only did the clouds light up with amazing color, but the rain that moved in just before sunrise did just as well. You have to look this up if you follow. First of all, if you're not following Dave Ticello on Twitter, you should do that right away. But the photographs are epic. They are epic. So please check them out. Very nice. Thanks, Dave, for more excellent work. Uh, Reverend Benjamin Creamer uh, tweets this. With all this talk of men needing to be men, just imagine how Jesus would be treated for washing feet, for weeping, for being single, for riding a donkey instead of a horse, for loving his enemies rather than fighting them, and for telling people to put their swords away. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's true. Right? Jesus. Wow. The most manly of men. Look, Look how he was. It's really good. Wow. That's thought-provoking, right? Uh, Titus Welliver, the actor, he said, For nine years I've been playing Harry Bosch, a character created from the genius of Michael Connolly. I just want to say thank you, Mike. Here's to another nine. It's a picture of the two of them together. Mm. So Michael Connolly's the writer who thought up the character of Harry Bosch. Titus Welliver's been playing him for uh, nine years, which I can't believe it's been that long. Anyway, it's good to see pictures of them together. Very nice. Someone, uh, someone tweets, unfortunately, I've been bamboozled again, accidentally attending an Axe 29 church plant, believing it was a new coffee shop. Right. Oh. oh. Okay. One more. Trash Jones says this. This meeting could have been an email. We've all seen that, right? Yep. This meeting could have been an email. Yeah, but look on the bright side. This meeting also could have been a musical. <laughs> That's very good. It's our Twitter likes for the week.
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Hurricane Fiona has ravaged the Caribbean with devastating winds, rainfall, flooding. Food for the Poor is already responding to the needs of the victims of the storm. Emergency kits containing food, clean water, and other relief supplies are positioned and ready to go. We need your help to get them to families in need. Your gift of any amount will help these devastated families. Text Send Hope, all one word, to 91999. Text Send Hope to 91999, and we'll send you a link to give. Or click the red Hurricane Fiona. Fiona banner at wordfm.com. Hurricane Fiona has decimated Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. 85 mile per hour winds, catastrophic flash floods, mudslides, massive blackouts. The population is devastated. With your help, Food for the Poor is giving relief to storm victims. Your gift of any amount will send even more aid to families devastated by Hurricane Fiona. Please give your best gift now. Text Send Hope, all one word, to 91999. Or click the red Hurricane Fiona banner at wordfm.com. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-Info.com. People who write songs. I love lyricists. I love that. I mean, that what a particular skill set that is, right? It's poetry set to music, but like you know, the, the partnership of uh, Bernie Taupin and Elton John. I hate those songs. Do you? You know why? Why? Because his lyrics don't make any sense. No, that's not true. No, it is. Do you think that is true? Uh, no, I don't think it's true. I think, okay. I think Bernie Taupin's an excellent songwriter. I don't know. No, don't, that, I, I, that's a very, that's a it, fascinating it, collaboration. It's certainly a very lucrative collaboration. I think so. And extremely successful. And I'm sure I'm in the minority when I say that I'm not you a Bernie are. Taupin fan. I, I like am. Elton John a lot more than I like Bernie Taupin. Really? Yeah. I, I like Bernie mm-hmm. Taupin. Okay. Okay. So, but anyway, so uh, Facebook did a thing, uh, something play, uh, something called Lessons Learned in Life, where they asked people to to present one line of a song. 
Okay. Just one line. And so everybody, I mean, there's like 85,000 responses. Okay. And of course, let me just read a few and you, you can understand this. Okay. Here's a line. Mirrors on the ceiling, pink champagne on ice. We are all just prisoners here of, of our, our own device. device. Hotel California. Right. 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 Uh-huh. I mean, it's a very descriptive line, right? Mm-hmm. And you know it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, how about <laughs> if I could turn back time? If I could find a way, <laughs> I would take back all the words that had hurt you and you'd stay. <laughs> very good. Very okay. good. Somebody else? I will survive. Yes, I mm-hmm. will survive for as long as I know how to love. I mm-hmm. know I'll stay alive. Yep. Uh, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words... How wonderful, wonderful life, life is, is now because you're, you're in, in the, the world. world. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Bernie Toppin. Yep. Okay. You got one? Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, yeah, of course. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Isn't I mean, that's yep. it. first of all, as soon as you hear that, you sing the song. Right. And it's a great line. Mm-hmm. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. You know that. That's good. Isn't that's that good? really yeah. good. Yep. She took a midnight train going anywhere. Woo woo. <laughs> yeah. That's Gladys Knight and yep. the Pips. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got one? Yeah. A nightingale sang in Barclay Square. Oh. That's what? a great line. Yeah, that sure is. A nightingale sang. I mean, it sets the stage. Doesn't it? Yeah. If I had a hammer. Oh, I'd hammer in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'd hammer in the evening all over this land. Mm-hmm. Who did that? Uh, Pete Seeger. Oh, okay. Oh, this, this line always breaks my heart. Would you know my name if I saw you in heaven? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, Eric Clapton. I can't believe he's been able to sing that I, I all know. these years. You think you would cry every time I, you sang it. I mean, I feel like I want to cry every I know, time I too. hear Every time I heard that on the radio, I turned it off. Not because I didn't want to hear it, because I almost felt like it was too personal. Like, I almost felt like... It's part of his therapy, probably. I know, probably, I probably was. You're, that's a good point. Wash himself that's out That's a good point. But didn't, didn't you feel like you were almost trespassing on something? He allowed us in. Yeah, you're right. Right? You know the story, right. and so yeah. everybody... Everybody knows the story, the heartbreak of that story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about this line? I believe that children are the future. Teach Teach them them well well and let them lead the way. way. (laughs) Talk about a song that was overdone. (laughs) Okay. How about this one? Don't don't fall over. Yeah, yeah. You may say I'm a dreamer, but But I'm I'm not not the the only only one. one. (laughs) Oh. That's good, right? Just uh, like a white-winged dove sings a song, <laughs> sounds like she's singing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Mm-hmm. Someone was paid handsomely for those ooh. That's very moving. Mm-hmm. How about this? Now this is this is actual. This is really amazing. Yeah. And now the purple dusk of twilight time. Oh yeah. Steals across the meadows of my heart. Stardust. Is that a great... And the next line might be even better. High up in the sky, the little stars climb, always reminding me that we're apart. Mm. Now, that version of Stardust, would that be the Nat King Cole version? That's what I think of right off the bat. Believe it or not, Willie Nelson does a terrific version. Yes, he does. Uh There's a whole album named Stardust where he covers classics. And that would, huh? Yeah. See, so years ago I would have poo-pooed that, but no. I, w- I won't do that anymore. No, and it's an old I, album. Yeah. It's okay. probably from the like the early '80s. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Here's one. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to, to the, the right. right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. You got that right. Is that Joe Walsh? <laughs> uh huh. Yep. 
about Boy, this? I love Joe Walsh. Oh, he's. I love Joe Walsh. What a great story. Steelers wheel. What's that? What'd you say, Gary? Why am I thinking Steelers wheel? Steelers yeah. wheel. Steelers wheel. No, I don't know Stuck that. Stuck in the middle with Stuck you. Stuck in oh, the middle with, with you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like Joe Walsh a lot better than the Eagles. Uh-huh. I really oh, like I love the Eagles. I don't mind the Eagles, but I just, I like Joe Walsh that much. Speaking of the Eagles, so oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and we never even know we have the key. I don't remember oh, what that's Oh, that's a great from. Eagles song. Uh, uh, that's Hotel California, too. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite Eagle song, though, is Hotel California. I was surprised. When my, when my youngest kid was like 14, all of a sudden he became like an Eagles fan. Oh. So around the house, we had like, oh, yeah. it's like an Eagles re- reprisal. You know, their, um, their, lo- their best hits, uh, e- the best of the Eagles. The greatest, what, what, the greatest one hits, time, the I greatest selling album of all time. It still is. It really. It's the greatest selling album of all time. I have a copy of, of it on vinyl. And the only reason that that album was even cut was that they were two songs short of having an album and the recording company was like, you have got to, like, this Give is your something. deadline. And they decided to do a best of and then look oh, what happened. Money in the bank. Okay, yeah. how about this? This is from a classic hymn. Okay. Heart, I love this so much. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still me my vision, O ruler of all. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you could pick up any Is that a beautiful, book. is That's, that a beautiful line? Heart see, of my own heart. Whatever. What's the hymn? Be thou my vision. Mm-hmm. All right. You can't always get what you want, <laughs> but if you try sometime, you just might find you get, get what, what you, you need. need. Exactly. <laughs> Who's that? Can't always get what, what you want. Oh, that's the Stones. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Okay. I'll go you two here. Okay. Uh, how long, how long must we sing this song? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Sunday, bloody Sunday. It is well... With, with my, my soul, soul. <laughs> yeah. Boy, the, the the lyrics to that, yeah, they're hard to sing. Mm-hmm. They're very hard to sing. How about this? I I have a story about this line, and I need you more than want oh, you. Oh, and I want you all the time. And I want you for, for all, all time. Well, there's both. Mm-hmm. Each, each, I want you all the time, and I want you for all yeah. time. But the Wichita a, lineman is yeah. still on the line. I remember I had a friend, Nikki Connie, who uh, played the guitar, and we used to sing together. And one time we sang that. His mother burst out crying when she heard that line. Because <laughs> that's a beautiful yeah, it's a, it's that a great song. Isn't oh. that an amazing song? Okay, would you pick the Glenn Campbell version? Yes, hundred okay. percent. Yeah. How about you know you can't. People don't know Glenn Campbell and what a cultural. Yeah, because they think of the rhinestone was. cowboy. I mean, oh, he was gigantic. Were you were you around for Glenn? Glenn I was in Glenn Campbell's fan club. Oh, okay. Uh huh. I have signed photographs of him because when I was super little, I just yeah. loved him. Have you watched that documentary? No, of his? because it makes me sad. Oh no, it's a really good documentary. It's you know just his final yeah. tour. It's a really great documentary. I lo- Wichita Lineman is my favorite mm-hmm. song. In case anyone's listening is interested, Johnny A, a guitar player, does an instrumental of that. It'll make you cry. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. How about this one? Ooh, baby, baby. It's a wild world. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's a great song, too. Who's, who's Cat that? Stevens. Cat Stevens, okay. Key for the Tillman, right? Okay. Um, How precious did that grace appear the, the hour, hour I, I first believed. believed. That's very a nice. great line, too, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans.
I don't know that song. I know the line, but I didn't know that was from a song. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said, yes, you look wonderful tonight. Yes. Who? Clapton. Yep. About George Harrison's Harrison's wife. wife. Or George Harrison's wife, Patty. She's like, you know, there's several songs, iconic songs written about Patty Harrison. That was a dark time in Clapton's history. Yeah. And not a great time in George Harrison's history God. Right? Yeah, know, crazy things happen. Things happen, yeah. In my life, I've loved them all. There are places I remember. You know, that's, that's a no, Beatles song. So. Oh, is oh, it? a great okay. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killing Me Softly. Oh. Mm-hmm. That song killed me softly. <laughs> <laughs> Much more right. to come in the 5 o'clock hour. We can review coming up. Things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. And the church. Is it better at teaching people politics than theology? We'll talk about it next. Right home. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the Democrats are weakening our southern border allowing some very dangerous people and drugs into the country. We've watched what's happened to our border, the millions of people who are just walking across. People on the terrorist watch list. But now we're watching it create every community to be a border community. Fentanyl, the number one killer of Americans between the ages of 18 and 45. That poison starts in China and comes across our border. Vladimir Putin feeling the heat now as a number of non-aligned nations joining the United States and allies in condemning Russia's war in Ukraine. Condemnation picking up steam this week when Putin announced the mobilization of some 300,000 reservists, most going to Ukraine. This is SRN News. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, and I'm still mad at timeshare companies. For over a decade, I've been fighting to clean up the timeshare industry by getting folks out of bad timeshares. But after all those battles, I'm still asked, how do they sell timeshares for $25,000 when they're available online for only a dollar? Here's how they do it. They lie. They tell you things like, timeshare's a great investment. You can go anywhere, anytime, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Everything they do to get you to sign a timeshare agreement is part of a well-planned trap. If you've ever been held hostage at a timeshare presentation and bought, Wesley Financial Group is here to help. 
To date, we've canceled timeshares for over 16,000 families. And I guarantee you this, we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation guide, 800-226-8833. That's 800-226-8833, 800-226-8833. You've already heard a lot about the exceptional retirement lifestyles available at St. Barnabas. Here's what you might not know. St. Barnabas is a Christian organization that dates back to 1900. That's when Episcopal monks started the tradition of taking care of those who had no ability to do it themselves. Sure, the campus may have changed a bit over the years, but the mindset is still still the same. Think about it. Luxury retirement with like-minded people. Now that's an easy decision. Call St. Barnabas, 724-443-0700. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. It'll be chilly tonight with patchy clouds. Tonight's low 43, a blend of sun and clouds for tomorrow. Beautiful start to the weekend. We'll see a high tomorrow of 66. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy with a passing shower late, low 55. Cloudy Sunday with showers, a windy afternoon. We'll see a high Sunday of 66. Mostly cloudy Monday and windy with a shower in spots, the high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The 5 o'clock hour, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, uh, 5.04? I think it's time for me to tell you. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. The weekend is here. And it looks to be a nice weekend as well. <laughs> Cheers to everyone. I love the half-hearted applause that Cheers. sneaks in. Well, you know, it's... They're tired. They're They've had uh, a tough week. How about this? Fetuses are big fans of carrots. What? But not leafy green vegetables. And they show it in their faces, scientists say, in a new study that was published yesterday. Researchers at Durham University in northwestern England said the findings were the first direct evidence that babies react differently to various smells and tastes before they are born. No way. Now, first of all, I love this article because they're calling babies, babies in the womb, babies. Right. So as long as we want it, right, we'll label it a baby. This is from CBS News, by the way. Okay. Now, if we don't want it, it's a clump of cells or something. A team of scientists studied 4D ultrasound scans of 100 pregnant women and discovered the babies exposed to carrot flavors showed laughter face responses really those exposed to kale flavors in contrast (laughs) showed more cry face responses (laughs) even the infants hate the kale a number of studies have suggested that babies can taste and smell in the womb but they're based on post-birth outcomes while this first study is able to see a baby and uh, uh, see the outcomes prior to birth as a result they think that this repeated exposure to flavors before birth could help to establish food preferences 
post-birth. No way. Which could be important when thinking about messaging around healthy eating and the potential for avoiding food fussiness when weaning. How about that? Okay, so that's putting a lot of pressure on mom there. Is That's well, putting now, a lot of pressure on wait, mom. Wait, now I'm putting like, you know, bananas in front of my baby in the womb so the kid likes bananas? I, I don't understand that. All right. A team from the National Center for Scientific Research in France was involved. The teams believe that findings could deepen understanding of the development of human taste and smell receptors, as well as perception and memory. Uh, exposing the fetus to less liked flavors, such as kale, might mean they get used to these flavors in utero. The next step is to examine whether fetuses show less negative responses to these flavors over time, resulting in greater acceptance of those flavors when babies first taste them outside That's the womb. That's fascinating. Okay, what happens if mom eats a mallow cup? <laughs> Which I ate the other night and it was yeah. delicious. Um, okay, that is a fascinating article mm-hmm. because... My husband and I have said repeatedly that our daughters, who are now, you know, one is an adult, one is verging on adulthood, they are, they were very distinct personalities in utero. Mm. And they are the same now. Really? So they were clearly themselves in, yeah. inside. From the moment of creation. From the very there moment. We they were, they were, so that's the first thing I think is, and that would seem to link up with that. Yeah, very right? much so. But now they're saying they want to alter that. Or they want to reinforce it, I guess. Or they, we or, will, or I guess they want to encourage moms to eat a more, a, more of a variety of food, right? And therefore, but Who, again, who's sponsoring this? Like the National Vegetable Foundation? I don't know. Yeah, right. Kale is us. It does put a, so many things about parenthood put a lot of pressure on the mom. Yeah, they sure do. They really do. Right. You know, you because you know that's like, a lot. Because, you know, my wife was stayed home for, you know, for a while, like you were stayed home for, you know, and you come home, like the guy comes home, hey, my wife's like, oh my hey, gosh. I need a little break here. I'm going to take a walk. Oh. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Hey, last night, speaking of Mallet Cups, I had a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, dang. Snap-a-roo. Okay, so the classic kind? Oh, yeah. Okay. The regular. Yes. Because, you know, I went into Giant Eagle the other day. Of course, all the Halloween candy's been out for like a month and a half. Right, which is way too early. It's hard to pass by. So you succumbed. Oh, I did. I bought a bag of... of you did? Uh-huh. Are, now, if you buy the bag, do they come in doubles or are they just singles? Just singles. Okay. Yeah. And I threw a few in the freezer just for good measure because you know it's coming. Oh, my. So did you, so when you said you had one, did you just have one or did you have a double? I had to double. Okay. That's what I thought you did. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify I did, that. I did. Okay. Well, interesting that you should say that because I had... Two mallow cups in the freezer. Oh. I had the dark chocolate mallow cup yeah. and the regular, mm. both in the it, freezer. Well, it was like an experiment. So I did an experiment. Yeah. Okay. First off, mallow cups in the freezer are not that great. No, they, they, they lose a little They should really something. be at lo- room I temperature. Agree. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say that. They should be at room temperature. But you applauded for your efforts. Thank you. I thought I would just do a little experiment. But I have a surprise finding. They taste like kale. <laughs> no. The regular is better than the dark. Oh, and I can't because so? I always like dark chocolate better yeah, than milk right, chocolate. Right, right, right. But something about the mallow cup, it works. The whole thing works better together with the milk chocolate variety than the dark. See, now this is a fascinating conversation because we have rolled the tape from ten years ago where you're poo pooing mallow cups. I know, and now you're like you know the doctor of mallow cups. I love those things. Funny, you know, when I'm driving out to Penn State, you know, to see my kid. Yeah, there's all these mallow cup billboards. 
Why? Oh, is that where they're? Yeah. Is that where Boylan yes. PA is? Yeah, Boyertown. Boyertown. Yeah, okay. it's out there. And so you can go to the Mallow Cup Factory. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do for summer vacation? We went to the Mallow Cup Factory and we bought the T-shirt. Talk about geekdom. <laughs> That's horrible. I actually had a listener to the show tell me just, I don't know, within the last month, that they uh, that we single handedly reinvigorated. Their interest in mallow cups. Hey, good. They hadn't had one since they were like in third grade. Yeah. And now they're, they're like, I, I eat them all the time. Well, I believe that, you know, driving by that town, like the whole town is invested in the idea of, so if mallow cups like disappeared, it would be like the, the mills leaving Pittsburgh. <laughs> the whole town would just collapse and fall apart. Well, I'm doing my get my best. To you are, yeah. Them. You need the little coins. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Those aren't, st- aren't still a thing though, are yes, they? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, it's something different now. I'm t- when I was a kid, you would save 500 of the coins in denominations, and then you would send them away, and then the factory would send you a box of mallow cups in your mailbox. I mean, I was, I was, oh, my head was exploding. Hey, your candy box is here. And, of course, you know, as one of seven kids, you think I'm sharing those with my Oh, son? never. No, they just disappeared. They, they were hidden somewhere. Mm, That's yeah. delicious. It's a beautiful. If menu. you've never had a mallow cup, oh. or like me, if you thought they were a low rent candy, which yeah. I did, I confess it. They're so great. We need to get the president of mallow. We need to get the salespeople here. Yes. The ride home brought to you from the mallow cup studios. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm like, I've been converted. Yeah, exactly. You right. know, I couldn't. Oh, so delicious. Very nice. Coming up next, uh, our good friend Drew Dick will be with us. The church, is it better at teaching people politics than teaching people theology? Mm, I hope not. I, I hope that's not All true. Right, well, we'll find out next. Right home. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. Well, it's the first day of fall, which means soon the frost will be on the pumpkin and if you're in the pumpkin mode and of course who isn't then head on down to the spring house to see marcia hey marsh how are things good good how are you doing john i can't complain things are good first day of uh, autumn huh that's right it, it is beautiful we have um i'm sitting outside on the porch to talk to you because it's inside it's crazy and <laughs> you'll be able to hear me and there are pumpkins surrounding me and beautiful moms and those funny pumpkins funky pumpkins that they're pink and green and all kinds of crazy looking things and, and it's just a beautiful time of the year and we're starting our great pumpkin weekend festivals this weekend so that starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning with um pumpkin patch hay rides and um riding uh, zinging down through the um pipe slides climbing up in the big corn pyramid um all kinds of games and the corn maze and we have a little kid corn maze so lots of fun things going on up on the hill, and people can even buy their tickets online, and we'll um, we'll do the all the way until we start tomorrow, <clears throat> each day, and it's um I think it's a great time of year, and people are really ready to get out and have something fun. Is what I hear. Fabulous. Head on down to the spring house. Bring the whole family. Tickets online if you want to go out and enjoy the great pumpkin weekend. Springmarket.com. Uh, spring house always something good to eat and fun to have as well. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks.
Bye-bye. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, We want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Monday through Friday at 1.30 p.m. here on 101.5 Word FM. Politics in the pulpit. I got to be honest, from my perspective, I have not attended a church where politics have been openly preached or discussed in the pulpit. You also live in the Northeast part of America, right? right? Um, And you go to a denominational church. Yes. Just two So you're saying that's exclude? Those help to exclude in some way? Yes. Political talk. Yes. All right. Not always, but I'm just, I think that that probably contributes to you never experiencing that. I'm grateful. I will say that. Drew Dick is with us. Drew Dick is the acquisitions editor at Moody Publishers, a contributing editor at ctpastors.com, author of Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets to Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science, here today to talk to us about a, a new study that talks about politics and the gospel from the pulpit. Hey, Drew, welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. Long time no talk to, Drew. Uh, how are things on the other side of the country from where we are? They're pretty good, and I'm in the Pacific Northwest, and amazingly, it is still sunny. It's been like 80 degrees every day, Whoa. so we're just soaking it up before the rain comes. Fabulous. And that rain will last for six months or so? Uh, 10 years, probably. Yeah, it, <laughs> it feels like 10 years out yeah. here. <laughs> Got it. All right, so were you surprised to hear John say that he'd never been in a church that talked politics? Wow. That's, I don't know. He's lucky. It's like running through the rain if I'm getting wet in America. Really? Uh, I think, <laughs> so, um, right, and, and especially if you're in a church, if you're blessed to be in a church where at least it's not explicitly addressed from the pulpit, um, I think that's a sign of a healthy church. Some people disagree with me, and of course, you could quibble about what what constitutes politics. Uh, but I'm always, you know, I miss the old days when when Christians argued about, you know, things like the color of the carpet in the foyer or, <laughs> you know, hymns versus choruses. Uh, uh, now it's like, you know, are you a Democrat or Republican or this person or that person? kind of makes me nostalgic for the worship wars of the 90s, but maybe that's just me. Okay, so Drew, so you saw a study that talked about the gospel and politics. Can you break this down first from what you inferred, what you saw there? Yeah. That's right. Well, it was primarily really about 
theology, uh, it was State of Theology, came out, I think, last week. Uh, LifeWay Research did uh, the study, and it showed some pretty troubling things. Okay, so um, as you probably know, there have been a lot of studies in recent years showing a decline in uh, Christian beliefs among Americans in general, and this study certainly bore that out. What I found most troubling, though, is what it revealed about the beliefs of evangelicals. That's, that's our tribe. Yeah. Um, you know, things like uh, 26% of evangelicals uh, agree with the statement, the Bible contains ancient myths, but is not really true. Mm. Uh, and that's up from 17% in 2016. So mm. you can kind of see the trajectory there. Yeah. Or here's another one, 73% of evangelicals, self-described evangelicals, believe that Jesus was a being that was created by God, which, huh, you know, if okay. you remember church history, that's, Begotten, not made. That. that's right. Yeah, it's, it's Arianism, the fourth century heresy uh, that, that was um, addressed at the Council of Nicaea, uh, where, no, Jesus was preexistent. He's, he's God. He's divine. Uh, so he wasn't a created being. And yet the vast majority of evangelicals in America uh, hold to that particular Heresy. Now, when I say heresy, that I know that's a that's a nasty sounding word, and it's certainly been abused. You know, you think of matches and stakes and inquisitions, but I, by heresy, I just mean you know beliefs that historically Christians, all three branches of the church—Catholic, Orthodox, Protestant—kind of agree these are the core Orthodox beliefs of Christian faith. Yeah. And many um, uh, many evangelicals uh, in America do not hold to some of those core beliefs. And perhaps in large part because they don't know them. That's just a, a you know a thought that I have. Um, and I, I go to a denominational church also, and, and part of Presbyterianism, I think. And this is not the case in every Presbyterian church, but um, but doctrine is just a part of what you grow up with, and it's part of what you hear from the pulpit. Yeah. A lot of churches, though, are not like that. And so, Teaching doctrine. yeah. And so, if you, you know, would go into the, you know, uh, begotten not made, or uh, made not begotten uh, controversy, and or maybe creeds aren't a part of your, uh, you know, uh, ecclesiology or just what you talk about in worship, then that would be something that maybe you never n- knew enough to consider. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I don't think these are like pernicious things where they go. I know Christian Orthodox belief you know, says this, I disagree, right? It's just often a misunderstanding. And I think that's an indictment, especially of the, of the culture that I grew up in, which is essentially, you know, non-nominational, low church settings, mm-hmm. where you're right, there isn't that emphasis on doctrine or learning church history or things like that. And so it's easy to fall into some of these traps. Now, this is where, you know, and go back to the initial um, question, you know, about politics. This is where it gets interesting to me, though, because there is remarkable uniformity uh, that, that the study reveals when it comes to evangelicals' beliefs about, for instance, abortion being a sin. You got 91% saying abortion is a sin. Uh, 94% saying sex outside of of uh, marriage is a sin. Uh, similar kind of uniformity when it comes to the belief about marriage be- being between a man and a woman, or the idea that people can't change genders. Now, I'm tr- I'm a traditional conservative person on those issues. And yet, I can't help but notice that those are kind of cultural flashpoints, right? Yes. Um, and so, a lot of people, this is my takeaway, I, I may be wrong, but I think a lot of people are spending a lot more time watching cable news <laughs> yeah. and, and kind of giving their talking points and, 
and, and having their, their, their beliefs shaped by that, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But when it comes to actually the core doctrines of the Christian faith, they're either ignorant <laughs> or don't believe them. Um, and so I think that's, that's kind of scary and, and sobering. Yeah. I think that's spot on. And I think mostly I would say, Drew, that people, they spend too much time watching cable news and far less time in their Bible. And certainly, yeah, that's you know, a good point too. And for what Kath says too, if your church is not invested in the creeds, I mean, then where are you? It's just kind of wishy-washy. Right. You're just, it is. It's dangerous. And I think sometimes it comes from an emphasis on you know, the sola scriptura, which is that Protestant doctrine of like, hey, we're just, we're going to get our beliefs only from scripture mm-hmm. without, and, and that can, that's good, but it can turn into this sort of naive belief that you don't need the witness of church history, that you don't need the creeds and councils and to understand those things uh, and those formulations, uh, because they are important and, and it's essential to understand those things. And of course, just, you know, you see the stats on how much time we spend in our Bibles, and I'm guilty of it as well, you know. It, it, it's hard, and yet it's essential, because if you are in the Word, uh, you won't believe things like, you know, 57% of evangelicals believe that humans aren't really sinful, they're just essentially good. Well, if you know wow. the Bible, you probably know that isn't true. 57%, uh, Drew. 57%, or 43% say that Jesus was just a good teacher, but not really God. What? You know, and so, yeah, those are staggering numbers, and these are, again, self-described evangelicals. And so if you're, you know, forget the creeds and councils, if you're just spending time in the Word, yeah, right. you're going to know. <laughs> I would expect if you have, you know, a modicum of reading comprehension that um, you're going to have uh, biblical beliefs about these things. So it is an indictment. It shows that, you know, what politics, and this is my thing, politics is the real religion of this country. Yeah. That's where people lose their minds and get passionate and go to war. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where they spend their time, their energy and especially national politics, not local politics, where they could actually make a difference. Um, and even though we claim to have our highest allegiance to Christ, often it's to our, our political party. Um, and on top of it, it's showing that as Christians, as parents, as pastors, as churches, we're doing a poor job when it comes to catechizing our children. Yeah. Uh, it can sound like a dirty word, but just sort of you know, conveying and inculcating yes. the, the Christian faith to them uh, and discipling people. And I, it's hard because, you know, maybe people are in church two, three times a week, if you're lucky, uh, or I mean, two, three times a month, I should say. Um, and that hour or two on a Sunday morning can't compete with what goes on, you know, 24 hours a day when people are imbibing huge amounts of social media, of cable news, of all this kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it just shows, I think, that our priorities are to whack and we need to do a better job of discipling right. people. And Drew, what would be worrisome for me is, if this is in fact true that, you know, politics is being preached from the pulpit, then your pastor is also doing the same thing you are, which is they're invested mm-hmm. in cable right. news as well. And so then they're interpreting what they've read or heard or watched, and then they're presenting it to you as gospel on Sunday morning. Yeah. And isn't that funny? You'd think, I guess, that maybe pastors are immune from this sort of stuff. Uh, but that's certainly not the case, I can tell you firsthand, because I know a ton of pastors. I see them online. Uh, I mean, some handle themselves really well, but some are just regurgitating talking points from Fox News or MSNBC or whatever the political tribe right. happens to be, right? Right. And and it's it's disheartening to see that because you know that's carrying over into their ministry. 
and it conveys to people a lot about what's ultimately important. And if what is ultimately important is winning the culture war du jour rather than embracing, living out the countercultural, sacrificial way of Jesus, um, that's, that's a scary thing. And so, yeah, I think, I think we live in crazy times. You know, it, it's, it's really polarized. There's a lot of acrimony and fighting out there, and it's easy to get triggered by beliefs that you find ridiculous and go to war sure. with people over it. But this is where we really need discernment and wisdom and go, hey, what am I going to give my highest allegiance to? Where am I going right. to invest my time and energy and passion? And let's really focus on the gospel. I'm let's that. focus right. on, on our Christian beliefs. Yeah, That's the good. highest allegiance. I mean, I, I said this before on air, Drew. I, one time I went to uh, a friend of mine invited me to a universalist Unitarian service. And at the end of the service, <laughs> the person got up. It was, you know, whatever they call it. I don't know if they, they call it preaching. And they said, hey, um, uh, thanks for coming. If, um, if you don't like what you heard, come back next week and it'll, it'll all be different. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Which That's is, so awesome. So then I is that, that is that where the church is headed in some way? Because, you know, if we're so invested in politics, well, you know, politics are like the wind. They shift back and forth yeah. all the time. So come on back next week. And what if you were that person who wasn't aligned politically, whatever those politics were being yeah, preached from the, the pulpit, problem, right? and then you're like the outsider and you think, oh, I guess all Christianity is about this whole thing. I'm never going to go back. And so much so for evangelism and Jesus. Yes. Hey, listen, and I have no problem... I shouldn't say I have no problem, but I understand because we know even from Scripture that this will happen. People will encounter the gospel, the message of Jesus, and for whatever reason, they'll say, that's not for me. It costs too much. I don't believe it. It's offensive, whatever. Yeah. I can live with that. What I don't like is when they go, man, i got to become like a hardcore Republican to embrace this faith. Uh, and, and obviously that's not true, but sometimes that's the message people will send. I've talked to a lot of parents of grown children who've walked away from the faith. The children have. And when they tell me about the conversations they have, sometimes I just cringe because they're having these political arguments often, even more than about faith. And the message the parent is sending to that grown child is you have to adopt my politics before you can accept Jesus. And that is not the hill you want to die on. Right. But yeah. But, and the yeah. reason, the reason that that's happening is because the parents have bought into the idea that this political tribe is the only outworking of Christianity. Um, and that's that's why they're despairing that their kids aren't following it, because it's almost like their kids have denied Jesus because the parents have conflated the two. Um, Drew, we need to take a, a break. Can you stick with us for a minute? I'd love to. Okay, great. When we come back, I want to ask Drew about, um, he said he didn't grow up with creeds or a lot of theology. So I wondered, where'd he get it? And how did he adopt that as an adult? And how did that change him? We'll talk about that next. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Nothing in this world beats real life experience. Now, of course, a lot of us have sent our kids to college. There's a lot of classroom work and theory and whatnot. But then, hopefully, there's a day where the rubber hits the road Mm -hmm. and your kid goes out and spreads wings and becomes part of the real life environment of what it is to earn a living. And prior to that, the internship is what gets you ready, right? That's the time when you're like kind of in the work world, but not fully in the work world, right? And you're kind of trying to test your wings and ask the questions and get some guidance and maybe perform well enough that you could get somebody's attention later on and maybe get a job. Right. Now at Grove City College, 
the opportunity for internships exists, mm-hmm. and people cement themselves inside of a, a corporation, and once you graduate, then, I mean, the possibilities are endless. On campus, people come to Grove City and go, we know the nature, the quality mm-hmm. of these students. This is an A+. We're invested in these students because we see what you produce. Count us in as corporate partners. So if that sounds interesting to you or something that might be appealing and a great thing for your child to strive for, consider Grove City College. Look them up online, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. Plus. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor, and you also get telehealth 24-7 service, so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're easy to talk to. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. Share 55, 833-SHARE-55. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because... Because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed Council. It'll be chilly tonight with patchy clouds. Tonight's low 43, a blend of sun and clouds for tomorrow. Beautiful start to the weekend. We'll see a high tomorrow of 66. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy with a passing shower late, low 55. Cloudy Sunday with showers, a windy afternoon. We'll see a high Sunday of 66. Mostly cloudy Monday and windy with a shower in spots, the high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Talk with Drew Dick. Drew Dick is the author of several books that we love. Uh, one of them, Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets of Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science, and Yawning at Tigers, You Can't Tame God, So Stop Trying. And uh, we've been talking politics in the pulpit with Drew. Yeah, but my question is, Drew, you said that the church that you grew up in uh, didn't emphasize doctrine. And listen, let me say that I'm not trying to advocate just preaching doctrine because that can become very hollow and become it can, you know, knowledge puffs up as the scripture tells us. Um, So I'm not advocating for that. But I'm kind of curious because you're kind of, you know, a theological guy now. So how did you get from where you started to where you are? Yeah, great question. And, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the the background that I have. Like I said, I kind of grew up in a low church environment. Uh, and grateful because it introduced me to Jesus and mm-hmm. gave me a passion for following Jesus. But yeah, we, we regarded things like creeds or liturgy as <laughs> with great suspicion, put it that way. We think it's kind of dead religion or even worse, Catholicism. You know, so, and it's funny though. <laughs> what because, could be worse? 
<laughs> what could be worse, right? And and that always seems to play into end time scenarios. But anyway, um, it, and it's funny because if you had actually listened to the way we sang, we'd sing the sing, same songs over and over. Uh, we would uh, even our spontaneous prayers were fairly repetitious. But anyway, I think it was when I got a little older, I ended up going to seminary, and that's where I encountered a little. You know, you you kind of broaden your view and study different traditions and church history, more importantly, and you realize what a crucial role that doctrine and creeds and councils, and they weren't always these scary top-down enforcement things. Yeah. They were usually the result of a big dispute and, and, and the church coming together and having to say, what does Scripture really say on this? And I started to regard those as good things. Um, and, um, yeah, and it also gives you some humility, doesn't it, studying church history because yeah, you go, oh man— gosh. <laughs> people We've been died so this. many times here and there, and people died for this, and it's yeah. important, right? And um, and so that that gave me an appreciation for doctrine. I remember I was uh, studying at Fuller Seminary. That's where I uh, got my degree in theology, and I remember studying uh, actually the whole Arian controversy and about Athanasius, and he's the the church father who stood up at the Council of Nicaea and carried the day, arguing for the divinity of Christ. Uh, and, and Jesus' relationship to the Father. And I was like, man, this guy's amazing. I, if I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Athanasius. <laughs> and that was years before <laughs> I had my son. Somehow, my my amazing wife, Grace, signed off on it. Agreed to and it. I, I love it. Named Athanasius. It's pretty cool. There, I found one other person online who has a son named Athanasius. I threatened to sue him. Uh, <laughs> Trademark. But it turns out his yeah, I think, you know, come on, get out of my lane. But turns out his son is older than my son. Oh, so no. He's the one who should be suing me. But You're the infringer. Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yeah. I, and I, let me tell you, I grew up just a couple blocks from St. A's, we called it, which was St. Athanasius. Mm. So, St. A's, I, I, uh, went, I went to St. Anselm's. Yeah. We called it St. A's. St. A's. So, yeah. you know, this is, yeah. we're, we're in heavy uh, Catholic country yes, in Western PA. And the two of you just disparage Catholicism. No, oh, but, here, but here's the, uh, exactly. here's the thing, though, for, for people who are, who, are, who are Catholic, who are still listening, uh, I think we're coming, what, what we're trying to say, though, is that that view of Catholicism right. is incorrect. Um, yes. And I think that's one of the things that keeps us apart from talking to one another is that when you're deep in a Protestant mindset, you think that, you know, Catholicism is all evil. And when you're in deep in a Catholic mindset only, you think what they're reversed. What are those reversed. guys doing? What's, a, what's it all right. about? Yeah. And I, th I think we're the poorer. There's a wide gulf here. There. But, you know, the good thing is over these many years we've been together uh, – We've kind of drawn these. We've kind of knit them together, yeah. for better or worse. We have, right? We've heard backlash have. from our audience, and I don't know. It, it all tends to work out well. Yeah, I think I think we're all learning how to mm -hmm. talk and not fight. Yeah. Anyway, Drew, I wish our time wasn't up, but it is, and so we have to say goodbye to you. But it's terrific talking again. Oh, likewise. Thanks so much. Looking forward to next time. Always our pleasure. Drew Dick. you got to check out that book, Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets to Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science. It's good. We come back. The Week in Review. What was everybody talking about? What did we eat? What did we watch? That's next. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Jason Gray, When I Say Yes. When I say yes, sir. Heart of God by Zach yes. Williams. There's only love. And new music from Stephen Curtis Chapman. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. 
Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-506-5803. That's 800-506-5803. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-506-5803. In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, We want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Monday through Friday at 1.30 p.m. here on 101.5 Word FM. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, for better or worse, I'd say people were talking about uh, telekinetic declassification. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I would also say people are talking about protests in Russia. Sure. Is that a hot What mess? are you reading? What am I reading? Um, I'm reading a book. I read a book on the beach called All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, yeah. Anthony Doran. Okay. Uh, it's set in World War II. Uh, there's a, a young uh, French blind girl and a young boy who is uh, a bright German boy who is interested in radio. And they're separate stories over hundreds and hundreds of pages. It's a wonderful story. Eventually, they their paths cross. But it's really beautiful. Love and it. And that... Is a Pulitzer Prize. It winner, did. It won the it? Pulitzer in 2014. Okay. All the light we and cannot see. Is that a see. beautiful title? Oh, I love it. And the book is a lovely, lovely book. I have wanted to read that for a yeah. long time. That's really good. Um, I just am finishing The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, are you though? Now, my dad got me this book probably eight years ago. 
And I read the first couple chapters and then I stopped reading it, but I decided to pick it up again and I read it. And I have to tell you, she, she's really good. Mm-hmm. It is, you think that she's, she's a freak, but you read it and after, you know, going through what I did with, you know, we were remodeling our house and we had to do just a huge, like get rid of like as much as we possibly could. Yeah. A lot of what she's saying is really right. Yeah. And so you might think that she's like an organizational freak, no. and she is, but the woman knows what she's talking about. I think about her because, you know, you would go through neighborhoods, and this is true in Pittsburgh. You'll see like these tiny post-war houses. Yes. Little brick piles. And you think- Two bedrooms. How are people, all that, st- the stuff that we have in our houses yep. now would never fit in those houses. Yep. So people, this is a new wave that's come to us. Yes. We're more, 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 Especially, more, more. Right. People had less. With international trade. Look at our right? closets. Things are cheaper. And now we have, right, look at how tiny the closets are in your they house. They were like, you know, t- yeah, tiny little closets. Right. Anyway. That's and it. she says that the theory, one of the theories that she talks about is if you can't see what you have, then you don't know what you have. And therefore, you'll end up buying more things. Mm-hmm. But if you could vis- if you could see your stuff, you would realize how much you have, and you wouldn't be buying stuff. Well, look at the storage industry. It's, right. I mean, that's but massive. She, and she says that the storage industry is part of the problem. Of course it is. Because they give us more reasons to hide stuff away where we can't see what we have. Right. And then we end up buying stuff because we need to duplicate the thing that we didn't realize we actually had. What did you eat? All week long. Okay, so I was on vacation last week. I ate poorly. My body was crying out for salad. And, of course, we're like, you know, peak tomato season. Tomatoes coming out of our ears. I'm eating salad. I've I've eaten salad five nights in a row. That's all I've had. Like big salads filled with everything possible. Your body just goes. It's so good, isn't it? Mm, It's the best. Okay, well, here's something you can add to your salad. I went to Stimulus, which is the Greek market in the Strip yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I went in there looking for feta. Mm-hmm. They have 10 different kinds of feta that you can sample. But they have two kinds of Greek feta, both of which are delicious. And I just want to tell you, if you're looking for feta, go to Stimulus really? and get either one. Go to the counter. Get either one of the kinds of Greek feta. You can sample them. They they were very kind in allowing mm. me to. I got a pound and a half in brine. And I am happy Fabulous. as a clam. What's it called again? Stimulus. On Penn Avenue? Penn Avenue. Really? Strip. Okay, very nice. What did you watch? We've been watching the uh, Ken Burns um, uh, documentary. Oh, the new the documentary. Yeah, it's called, it's called The U.S. and the Holocaust. It's six and a half hours, a three-part documentary about Americans' actions during one of history's greatest atrocities. It is, as you might imagine... An awful lot to wade through, and it's a heartbreak. Some of them, some of the things I go, what? I had no idea. The political mm-hmm. mindset, the heartbreak of the Holocaust, our response, immigration, all these different things, anti-Semitism. Um, it's a lot. It's a, a very, very dense six and a half hours. But we've been loving it. Mm. What I have to say is so light compared to that, okay. and ridiculous. But that's why I'm here, right? right? To bring the light ridiculous. There's a new show on Prime, or it might be on BritBox. Um, it is a BBC product called McDonald and Dodds, mm-hmm. and it's a detective show, which you, a British detective show is. I'm 100 percent about that, and um, I love it. It's uh, it's a woman of color who is the boss, and a uh, an aging white guy who works for her, who's very quirky and looks incompetent. 
Um, and it's the kind of the process as they're working through these cases of realizing what they can learn from each other hmm. and how differently they see things. But it's I like it very much. What's Mac- it called? McDonald and Dodds. Interesting. What hacked you off? I think about this a lot. Okay, there's the wide world out there. Right. Then there's your, you know, city. Then there's your community. Then there's your family. And then staring back at you in the mirror is you. (laughs) You again. You again. (laughs) More often than not, 99.9% of the time, what hacks me off is me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so crooked. I'm so fallen. I'm so sinful. I'm so angry. I'm so poor of spirit. The rest of the world, I get it. But my besetting sins, capital S with the S on the end, my sins hack me off. And I just, sometimes you just surrender to it. Most times you try to fight upstream from it. Oftentimes you cry out to Jesus, but I hack myself off. Because I'm a hot, holy mess. Again, you've gone the meaningful side, Sorry. and I'm going to bring up something very surfacy and say again: the pirates are so terrible, John. <laughs> oh, we watched. We watched. We watched the game together, you in your house, and me in my house, and we were just one despairing text after another exchange. No, and, no. Early on, we were like, you, "Hey, pirates are pretty good." Well, yeah, in the first three innings, yeah. and then it all went to heck. But then you deserted me in the second Yankees game. As well, game. I should. I couldn't believe you didn't watch it, and that's when we lost fourteen to two, and we gave up two home runs yep. to the same guy in the same inning. I'm behind. I'm beyond hacked at the pirates. It's so until Bob I, Nutting I sells the team. Thinking, what's the point? So as I'm watching this in my kitchen, yeah. Is Bob Nutting watching this thinking that this is okay? Probably not. That this is what he's looking for? He's this po- is what he's hoping for when he decided to buy a baseball team? He's got a long-range plan. He's somewhere in Seven Springs. Gosh, they're terrible. Yeah, they are. What was the best news you heard this week? So I've got two sisters-in-laws. Uh, my sister-in-law, Debbie, married to my brother, and my sister-in-law, Susan, who is um, my wife's sister. Um, they both have been really critically ill. And some good news they're both on the upswing here mm. in some way. So I, I, in your prayers, please think about, you know, uh, if you've got a prayer list, if you're a prayer, please think about Debbie and Susan mm. and add them to your list because th- they need some prayer because physically they've been crushed for a long time. Mm. Well, speaking of, uh, John, while you were away, one of the stories I covered on the show is um, this new uh, cancer drug that has just been released mm. to battle lung cancer in particular, which is the number one cancer that afflicts Americans. Um, and mostly non-smokers, by the way, get lung cancer. Um, but it's not chemotherapy. It's a different way of attacking cancer. Mm. And it's a, it's just one out of a whole new set of uh, pharmaceuticals that are a different that are just taking a different tack against cancer. But one of the great things about it is it it's it is it does um, it does not necessarily make a lifespan longer, but it is more effective than chemotherapy and it has very few side effects. Mm-hmm. 
which would be a welcome relief. So perhaps when they do more studies, they're going to be able to determine that it does lengthen life. Yeah. Um, But at this point, I thought hearing about that is great news. Because, you know, I mean, like my sister-in-law, Debbie, she got cancer. She's doing chemo. She's sick as a dog. So the poison kills the poison. But going through the poison is like it almost kills you. What have you been listening to? Okay, so I went and saw my sister down in Virginia, and she's like, hey, here's some new music. She turned me on to this song. This song's been in my head. I play this like song like six times a day. It's called Bad Bad News by a guy named Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I like it very you got much. me listening to it too. I listened yeah. to it three times last very night. Nice. All right, and this is what I've been listening to. Oh. I had to bring it up again. I 21st. played it I played it a couple weeks ago because the twenty first night of September was two nights ago. Yep. So I feel like even though it's the twenty third night of September, this is just has to be played again. Don't you think it has to be played Always. again? Always. How can you retire it? And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. From Kingstone Studios. That right. We are sitting on the pinnacle of the unemployment problem in the nation. I got 45 signatures against this proposal. Let's stop this. It's like a race flag. Now they want to purchase a motel and turn it into a shelter for homeless families. That's what we're supposed to do. You need some help, Tony. Let me get you into a place. Slam, I ain't playing with you, man. You don't have to listen to the screams. We realize our homeless feeding and drug rehabilitation programs don't always match eye to eye with the dreams of the city planners. Things change. You have to run it tomorrow. 
No, not a chance. By far, the nicest thing anybody, black or white, ever done for me. Pre-order it today at SalemNow.com. Welcome home. Watch the movie on demand or buy the DVD this Friday at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, quality is at the heart of everything we do. While mainstream mattress companies have decreased their quality to cut costs, OMF still hand-builds our mattresses and box springs to last. We build two-sided mattresses that can be flipped and rotated to improve long-term comfort and durability. We also build real flexing box springs that act as a shock absorber for the mattress. It's all designed with you in mind. Visit an OMF location today to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Want to say big on new blinds? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Shop Blindster now and save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO. Offer and soon. Shop today. Blindster.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Okay, so quickly, some things to do this weekend out and about. There's some great things going on this weekend. Uh, this strikes home with you. The 110th anniversary celebration planned for 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. tomorrow at Woolies Market in the no Strip. No way! 110 years. I didn't know that. How about that? Yep. Congratulations, yep, uh, Sam and all his kin. Free cooking classes featuring flounder roll-ups. Chris Fenimore is Fla- going to be there. From, flounder roll-ups? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bring that. Yeah, so 110 days. Four days. Are they going to give away four giveaway days? So congratulations oh, to Oh, isn't that wonderful? I did not know this. The 58th Carnegie International. Yeah, just Open opening. Saturday. Yeah. Um, I love the international. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's fabulous. Uh, it runs when until April second, and it's there are some very interesting things that are going to be a part of it this year. Good, I can't wait. I love to go there. Um, the seventh Pittsburgh Chinese Cultural Festival, held from eleven o'clock to seven o'clock Saturday in Mellon Park in Shadyside, Pittsburgh, by, uh, presented by the Pittsburgh Chinese Cultural Center. It's fun. The event will feature Asian food, vendor market, traditional opera performances, and cultural displays. Very interesting. Love to go see that as well. There's also when's the last time you saw uh, some dance? I used to see dance all the time. Uh, yeah, the last time I saw dance was on YouTube. So in okay. person, it's been well, before COVID. Texture Contemporary Ballet will premiere Momentum with two new works by uh, artistic director Alan Obzur at the Hazelit Theater mm. Saturday and Sunday this week. Okay. Very interesting to see a uh, dance in person. And uh, a downtown art crawl. Uh, the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust uh, The art crawl is five thirty. It's going on right now, Friday uh, at indoor and outdoor venues throughout downtown. It's fun, Very too. Nice. There's some good things to do. You have any plans yourself? Um... I had to get up really early this morning, uh, so I'm very excited to go home and put my pajamas on, yes. which sounds so no, no. lame. No. It sounds so lame, but you know, when you've had a really busy day or really busy, I'm, I've am i been looking forward to that for a have. long time and today. And the bad news is the sun is setting now. Yes. Like it's 7 o'clock or yeah. 7.15 or something like mm-hmm. that. Super early. Okay, when you go home, do you put pajamas on? No. Uh, well, usually I put on a pair of shorts okay. and a t-shirt. Yeah, but you can't because you're going to be too cold. You should put on sweatpants or something. I guess something. I put on pajamas. I, I walk in. I say hello to my husband, hello to the cats. And put pajamas on right away. Right away. On a Friday, really? right away. Really? I mean, some other nights it happens as well, but every Friday for pajamas. sure. Yeah. All right. A different story. You're comfortable, right? You want to be comfortable. Yeah. Heck yeah. Because yeah. you want to take... I'm getting rid of my work clothes. 
You right, don't like wear your, your work clothes at home, do you? No. Okay. Because no. I think that's a bad no. habit. I think so. You just kind of start fresh. I don't like that. I'm a, I like. Here I am. And do, is a is a, a weekend task for is laundry like your weekend thing that you do? It's kind of funny because during the commercial break, I was thinking I accidentally left some stuff in the in the washer. Oh, that's bad. So I'm gonna have to like you know you're gonna re- have to wash exactly. it again, right. or it's gonna be stinky. Right. You mm-hmm. don't want to do that. No, it's been there. I, for wore, like- I did that a couple weeks ago. I I decided to run them through the dryer. The next day, I put my jeans on. Halfway through the day, I'm like, who smells? <laughs> me. It was me. You're right. Hey, thanks for being with us. Have yourself a great weekend. God willing, we'll see you Monday. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.